0: Welcome to the Creative Force Podcast, a podcast all about empowering you to live in your God-given identity and go after the dreams in your heart. I'm your host, Sharon Stark, and every week we'll be having powerful conversations that will combine practical and biblical wisdom for living your purpose. Let's get started. Hey everybody, I'm here today with Christy Vovi, and Christy Vovi is a professional singer, voiceover actor, and lecturer, and she also is a voice coach and is the founder of Voice Love Company. So Christy, I'm so excited to have you here today. Thank you so much, Sharon. I'm excited to be here. This is going to be really fun, and I'm excited to just talk about the topic of really helping people to find their voice.
1: It's my favorite topic. Yay! <laughs> Tell us your background. Singing is something you've done your whole life? Yeah, I've been singing yes, my whole life and and got more involved in it probably in middle school I realized I really love to sing and I had a really good choir teacher who was very inspiring to me and kind of went on into this with um, with in high school as well. And so, yeah, I just discovered that it's it's just my my love and I I had a my first voice teacher in middle school, who really inspired me. She was kind of like a mother figure for me, and um, there were a lot of things going on in my home life that weren't the best, and she kind of just scooped me up and and helped me to get to my first audition, helped me to audition for college, mm-hmm. uh, just really encouraged me quite a lot. She was my little Jewish Jewish mother. Uh-huh. <laughs> she was just really influential in my life. Cool. So she, I think she really informed probably what I'm doing today and how I'm doing it because she, she, I really do use a lot of her methodology and I think that I'm really similar to her in how I approach voice teaching.
0: Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's cool. And so would you say that she like helped you find your voice? Like what was the process for you in finding your own voice?
1: Well, it has been a process over the years. I think that she definitely helped me discover that I had a voice and going on through into college there are ups and downs I think for any young vocalist Mm -hmm. you know it's it's a it's a challenge because I think in voice instruction at that level the teachers are really trying to break you down in some ways there's (laughs) a lot of psychological you know I would I would say abuse in some ways Uh, but that may be just the teachers I had uh, who really they just really want you to do it their way Mm -hmm. and uh, it's it's kind of about you know you don't really have a voice you know until you do it my way Um, that I think that's really informed my my style of teaching as well because I think that it's very psychological I think it's 80 percent psychology And 20%, you know, your uh, physiology and practice over and over and over. So you really have to work on your mindset way more than you do the actual physiological act of singing.
0: Yeah, I agree with you. Um, So many times we have like that inner critic, and we're just uh, really critical for ourselves. What would you tell people to, I guess, get out of their own head and to like be more confident in their
1: voice? (laughs) Well, it really is about training your mind to think better thoughts yeah. about yourself and it's a process. It's something you have to do every single day. You have to renew your mind. You have to train your mind to think better thoughts. And uh, of course as believers, you know, yeah. the Bible tells us that we have to renew our minds through his word and I really think that it, he's telling us that because he knows if we don't continue it's like it's like you are a computer. Your brain's <laughs> a computer and you have virus code that's been deeply ingrained in there as a a youngster, a child, whatever um, messages, even just from peers or experiences you've been through, stuff that we just, it just kind of sticks to us and it tells us the wrong things. Um, if we're able to actually combat that by putting in new code, code yeah. that tells us different messages about ourselves, there is so much power in that. And being able to actually walk in victory rather than defeat, you know, about just, just your whole life. I mean, to me, this is a, it's a lifestyle. It's not just uh, something you just do once and, and hope yeah. it sticks. You know, you have to do it every single day, retrain your brain, put new code in there to combat combat the old.
0: That's so good. I feel like you're starting to get into it like how God has played a role in like your whole creative journey. Can you like just share more with us about
1: that? Yes well I wasn't a Christian until I was 19 and it really God really impacted my life strongly in that I I was really searching and when I prayed to receive Christ, I was by myself, in uh, my dorm room. And I I was listening to a cassette tape of some of a sermon of all things, because I was just desperate. And uh, I prayed the prayer that they prayed on the tape and uh, immediately felt peace. And my whole life trajectory from that moment on completely changed. And so I really see the the uh, that God is just totally you know yeah. revolutionized my life and, and and made it so beautiful every step of the way he has been just a huge part he he's my best friend we talk all the time <laughs> <laughs> he's he's telling me you know the where to go and what to do and and how to do it and uh, oh my goodness i just i I can't, I can't live without him, you know, so that's, he's just, yeah, he's a huge part of my life for sure.
0: That's awesome. You know, you posted something on your Instagram actually recently, and it said the moment you accept responsibility for everything in your life is the day you claim the power to change anything in your life. And I really like resonated with that. That was just an awesome quote. Can you just share more about that and what that means? Well, I think that
1: it's so easy to blame everyone else for why, you're messed up or why something didn't work out. And I think it's really important that you take responsibility for everything, even the things that maybe weren't even your fault, but yet you can say, okay, I had a part to play in in this and I'm going to take responsibility for it and move forward rather than when we stay in a place of blame, we're stuck. Yeah, we're not able to to grow and move forward, and uh, it's really important. Those kinds of things, the the negativity, the blame, the shame, the anger those those emotions actually get into your body. I Mm -hmm. believe at a cellular level, and you can make yourself literally physically ill, continuing Mm -hmm. to wallow in that stuff. To me, it's so important to be very honest with yourself. Take responsibility take responsibility and, and be able to walk in, in just love for yourself. Let go of the stuff that doesn't serve you and be able to just really walk forward in freedom and victory and, and being able to just, yeah, to me, that's where you can start over and, move on you know yeah it, you're not stuck um, stuck back in that oh it's just such a, a dark place and so many people get stuck there yeah. and so I really am a huge proponent for personal responsibility it's just healthier for you emotionally
0: yeah I think the interesting thing is too like as believers I know that I've done this is that sometimes I don't know we like just expect God to do everything or we put the blame on God and instead of putting in the hard work ourselves we're just like oh it's just gonna happen right <laughs>
1: oh yes yeah. you know yeah sometimes like I've heard people say you know well God made me do this or God made, you know yeah. God made me you know sound this way or whatever it's like don't blame God for that you know <laughs> you need you needed to get in the practice room just a little bit more and I do think you know for younger vocalists coming up it's really important that you do spend the time
0: practicing practicing <laughs>
1: you know get in there and and actually get your physiology in line with what you're wanting to do. And it does take hours and hours of, of work. It yeah. really does. And it's work. It's, it's time well spent.
0: Mm-hmm. It's time
1: well spent. It's not a waste of time. And I think you've got to change your relationship with the process. The process is something mm-hmm. that I have fallen in love with to the point that I'm in the trenches with people every day working with their voices. And I absolutely love it to me. It's the most beautiful thing to see, a young singer start to put it all together. Like they're, yeah. they, something just clicks for them and they they get everything in alignment, their breathing's in alignment. And suddenly the sound finally comes out. They, they relax enough to let it just flow. And I just, that is just the best moment for me. Just like That's watching, so cool. watching <laughs> someone be born or something. I don't know. Watching a new, a singer be born. I love it. Yeah,
0: that's amazing. Can you tell us more? Because you have um, you are a voice coach and I've had the privilege of actually taking some classes with you, which is amazing. And you do online coaching. Can you tell us more about your company and just how you
1: got started doing that? Sure. Well, I started teaching voice back in 1990. Wow. <laughs> I know. It's a long time ago. Um, and it's funny when uh, I had another voice coach friend at the time who was an opera singer and he's like, you know, you would be really good at teaching voice voice students, you should think about doing this as a side hustle, you know? Yeah. And I was so afraid at the time of hurting someone because mm-hmm. I had been hurt, you know, by some teachers that I had had. But I thought, okay, I'm just going to give it a try. And so little by little over the years, it's just grown into being uh, w- way more than a side hustle. It's it's a definitely how I make my income along with other things, you know, doing what, what my husband and I do, he's a professional musician. Also it's, it's a, it's a bunch of income streams, you know, that we make work. (laughs) But, um, but I just recently decided to take, take the studio online as the voice love company. So I launched that January of 2019. And, uh, and so more and more we've moved everything online and it's so easy to take uh and to teach uh, a voice lesson online these days it's really amazing with the technology that we have and it can be very rewarding still for me as the teacher and for them as the student they still grow they still uh, feel that accountability to practice and be ready for their next session and so i'm seeing a lot of good things come from that
0: that's so cool. Yeah. And you you started a YouTube channel, would you have grown it so quickly? Like you've uh, I think like over twenty eight thousand 000- Followers, subscribers. Yes, Um, that's amazing. Like, can you tell people maybe just a tip on how to get a
1: YouTube channel (laughs) off and going? (laughs) Well, you know, I started the YouTube channel because I realized that I I started a blog, I guess I should say first, and I realized I wanted to actually do some demonstrations. So I thought, well, I need video for that. So you Mm. just, you know, naturally the next progression is to start a YouTube channel. And then I had students say, you know, you would be great at doing reaction videos, and I didn't even know what a reaction video was. Um, so I just basically <laughs> launched in and just tried one and people just loved it. And so little by little, I've just continued to do it. It has been a learning process for sure. I will say that uh, reaction channels do not, uh, using other copywritten material cannot be monetized. That was okay. something I did yeah. not realize. But it's really kind of a marketing A tool for my business. People can, uh, realize that I'm out there and I have an international audience, which has been really fun to connect with them. And it's, it's really, YouTube is an interesting platform. I think it's important. I, from one, what I've been told just in a very short couple of years, 80% of the internet is going to be video. So it's important to have video as part of your your business, you know, if you're going to be doing business online. And uh, I have actually found that yes, it's an interesting audience. Sometimes you get negative comments and I've had a lot of people say, Oh, I would never want to do that because I couldn't stand the negativity. But I think you attract what you're putting out. Mm-hmm. And I've really tried to put out a lot of positive content. Yeah. And, uh, if anything gets negative, I just pull the video down. I've, yeah. I've had to do that a couple of times. Uh, but for the most part, my commenters are amazing and, I look at it as this is my living room. And if you're not going to be nice, you can't be here. (laughs) So bye. Um, Yeah. And so just, yeah, that's, uh, there's so much to YouTube and just the search engine optimization and all of that. There is a, an algorithm to it and that's constantly changing like everything is. So it's just a matter of continuing to be open to learning and growing and Getting good uh, mentorship. Uh, yeah. There's a lot of a good people out there talking about how to do it well, and so yeah, that's. I guess that would be just it in a nutshell.
0: Yeah, that's really good. Um, you're talking about like you know like negativity and like criticism, and I think finding our voice. It, it's not just for like being a performer or like a singer or a public speaker. It's also just having our voice in our everyday life, and I think so many times people aren't able to speak up or they don't feel confident because they're afraid of that criticism? Like, what would you say to people who are afraid of that?
1: I think that is such a good point, Sharon. It's, it is something that I'm coming into in my own walk here with the voice love company online, definitely continuing to have to do it anyway you know doing it anyway even though I get a negative little comment you know I'll get so many nice ones but then that one little thing comes up. Yeah,
0: somehow you get stuck on
1: that one exactly exactly and so I have to just push through it and do it anyway I really think a big part of it again is you're getting your mindset correct and understanding why you're doing it yeah why do you want why do you feel called to Find your voice and put your voice out there in the world. And if you have a really strong why, then you can always go back to that. And usually, I really feel like for us as believers, that comes from the Lord. He's calling you. He's giving you a purpose and a a destiny, you know, that you feel like he's kind of focusing you towards. This has really been a God... uh, errand for me doing, doing the voice of company. And so even on the days when I'm just like, this is so dumb. I do not want (laughs) to do this. You know, um, somebody says something mean and I'm, you know, taking that to heart. I just have to go back and say, no, I know that I'm called to do this. And so I'm going to do it anyway, even when it feels uncomfortable, even when I'm pushed, you know, yeah. past my comfort zone, I'm going to keep doing it and keep doing it, and keep doing it. If you will not give up, and I, this is coming from someone who's older <laughs> <laughs> because I have given up on a couple of different things over the years. And I feel like if I could have just kept going, yeah, I would have seen some fruit from it. Mm-hmm. It's the time when you're just in the trenches. And like when I, I started my YouTube channel with no followers, yeah, no subscribers at all. And just continue to put content up there with no subs- no subscribers. Like yeah. videos had maybe like 30 views, you know. And most of them were me watching them over and over. <laughs> <laughs> and my mom, you know. So, um, but you've got to just, you've got to actually start. You have to start. That's the main thing. And then keep going and don't give up.
0: I think that's really good. And I think that's also like a biblical principle like seed, time, and harvest. It's yes. like you have to first like plant the seed in the ground and you might not see anything. Yes. But then eventually like its roots are going down and like you are going to see something.
1: Yes, yes. And continuing to water that and continuing to, you know put, put in the time for yourself, you know, personal development, making sure that you're at a space where you're giving Mm. from a place of fruitfulness and joy and love. You're not just like coming out at a dry desert, you know, where you just, you're totally, you have nothing, (laughs) nothing left to give. That's really important too, as you're kind of waiting for that to, to pop up out of the ground, you know, continuing to fertilize and water and Do all those things that'll help you stay green, you know, and That's really good. So
0: what are some of the things that you do? Like, how do you keep yourself encouraged, especially in a time where it's like, oh, I don't know if this is going to
1: work out? Right. I think one of the big things that I decided to do, I give myself a word for the year. And my word was growth. Hmm. Um, And I decided to do everything I could to work around that word one of the things I really wanted to learn more about was meditation Uh, I have a monkey mind I'm (laughs) I'm an introvert but my mind is constantly which I guess that means my mind is constantly going (laughs) and so I, I think of it as when I sit down to just be still in God's presence without an agenda I'm not listening to anything I'm not praying. I'm just there to just rest and just be in his presence. Um, my, I just think about my mind being like a little monkey on a stool, you know, and (laughs) you know, his eyes are like, they pop wide open and then he goes, jumps off and goes, you know, way over to the other side. And I'm thinking about other things. So it's been a process this year of, of taming that it was a process of just taming that being able to just actually sit
0: hmm.
1: quietly and just be in his presence with no agenda that has been so incredibly you know fruitful for me wow. to be able to just yeah yeah be able to just hear his yes over my life, over my spirit. And uh, it's given me a lot of confidence where I was really lacking in some. So I really, really have found that to be huge.
0: That's really good because I I mean, I'm an extrovert, but it's like the opposite problem because I feel like I'm always like going and like around people and... Just to be like, sit still and just like rest in God's presence. It's hard. (laughs) Yes,
1: yes. I think it's hard either way. You know, however you're wired, it's definitely a a discipline. Yeah. And, uh, but I have found it to be one that I've, yeah, it's just added so much, so much to my life. It's really been helpful.
0: That's really good. You've coached so many students throughout the years. What are like the, the main things that you kind of see are the things that get in people's way of them really owning their voice?
1: I think a big thing is just being too much in your own head, worrying yeah. about every little thing. Um, does this sound okay? <laughs> I, I want it to sound beautiful. Sometimes I'll even coach a student and say, look, make it sound ugly. I like, like that. <laughs> just, you know, go for the ugly right now. And usually that will get them in the right space, yeah. you know, vocally, where all of a sudden the voice will just pop out because they're not carrying it so heavy where it's like, it has to be this beautiful. They want it to come out perfectly yeah the first time yeah. and it, it takes work it takes time it takes practice you're actually building a muscle in there like you would if you were lifting a weight at the gym and so when you look at it that way and you're able to just it's almost like you need to parent your own heart you know through this process of finding your voice you have to get to a point where it's yeah you're okay. Be, being not okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and and allowing that it's almost like a it feels very vulnerable I think for a lot of people. They're feeling very childlike and and being able to just come at it as okay, yes, it's okay for me to not sound perfect. It's yeah. okay for me to not, uh, be able to bring this, you know, gorgeous sound first time through, uh, or even second time through or 10th time through, mm. you know, it's okay. And I'm going to accept my voice right where it's at right now. And your voice will come out more when you are coming from a place of love and acceptance rather than a oh, why didn't I do that right? You know? Yeah. There's so much psychology attached to it. It's really important.
0: That's interesting. When you were talking about that, it did make me think of, you know, when you're a kid, you just play. Like, you just yes. have fun and you're not worried about it being perfect. But then somehow as we become adults, like, we're like, oh, no, I got to do it right the first time. Yes. Like yeah. And we just get in our own heads. When I took uh, the creative arts and you were one of our teachers in that school, you did a lot of exercises with us that I just... It almost was like being a kid again. They were very playful, and it was just really fun. And would you want to talk about that?
1: Well, I think that you know the Bible says, "Come as a little child." Yeah. And I don't think that's a one-time invitation. I really feel like God wants us to come as little children all the time. He wants us to mm-hmm. have that that kind of playful dependence on yeah. him where he's our daddy and we're able to just rest in the joy of what he's done and what he is doing, continuing to do through us. And it does take a, a measure of playfulness mentally yeah. <laughs> to be able to be like, okay, I'm just going to, I'm just not going to care. I'm just not going to be the adult who, you know, has to have everything together all the time. Yeah. Um, I think, I really feel like for my generation, we were just coming out of this never let them see you sweat. That was one. That was an ad at the time when oh. I was kind of coming of age. Yeah. Um, and I think that there's there's been that that hold over leadership, even in church, where it's like, oh, you never want to let anybody see your authenticity. And mm-hmm. I think for you guys, what is wonderful now is authenticity is what people are looking for. People want to see that you're you're not perfect. They want to yeah. see that. And so I think there's something really it it all goes together, and just being able to come the way God has made you, with the joy and the life and the the flow that He's putting you in creatively, um, it's just all part of it. So doing doing things, being able to do games and and exercises that are more playful, that is so important for people. And it's interesting to see how it bumps up against paradigms in people yeah. where they've been taught you know I need to I need to look like I have it together I need to you know and so seeing them kind of just being able to release and just get into it and their voices just unlock there's so much good that comes out of it when we're able to just relax and just have fun
0: that's awesome for anyone who's listening right now what's a single action step or maybe even just like an exercise that they could do right now that would Help them get started in finding their voice
1: and improving. Well, you know what I'm going to say, probably. <laughs> I think I do, actually. <laughs> because I'm a broken record about this exercise. But it's, it's, it's called lip trills in the biz. Uh, I call it buzzing because I've had so many young students over the years, it's a little more accessible. But it's basically you're, you're putting your lips together, and you're putting voice behind, behind the sound. Uh, the reason I love this exercise is you can do it anywhere you don't need any extra equipment you can basically you're you're aligning your breathing with your singing so you're bringing the it takes a lot of air To maintain the vibration in your face. And that's why your airflow just comes right up under your voice to support it. It's so helpful. It's so, so helpful. So being able to buzz through a song that you're working on, just throw the words away, buzz through the melody line. So it would be instead of happy birthday, normally you do and just try to do long phrases as long as you can. If you're doing it with a track or something, let the track leave you behind. Make sure you're getting good breath in between. That will get your voice where you want it to be quicker than anything else I could tell you to do. I totally believe and love that exercise.
0: It's a really fun exercise. I enjoy doing it too. Yeah. yeah, Christy, it's been so great talking to you. Like you're just so encouraging and inspiring to be around. And I know that people are I'm going to sense that even just through the audio. Can you just tell like the listeners, like where they can find more
1: about you? Sure. Thank you. Um, I, You can find me on my blog at voicelove.co. You can find me on Instagram at The Voice Love Company and I have my YouTube channel at The Voice Love Company and I'd love to see them anywhere, any, any of those places, that'd be great. Thank you, Christy. Sharon, thank you so much. Do
0: you have big dreams but no idea how to get there? Do you struggle with accomplishing the things that are most important to you? If you answered yes to those questions, I would like to offer you my free workbook called How to Get Unstuck, a free guide on how to get unstuck and live your dreams. This resource is full of tactics I use to help get me unstuck, and I believe that they will do the same for you. You can download this free guide on my blog at yourcreativeforce.com. The show notes for today's episode are available on my blog at yourcreativeforce.com, as well as other resources and inspiration to go after your dreams.